0: Take five. Welcome to Her Fancy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our home blog talk radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at herfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Twitter at herfantasyfb. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And this is the last show of the season. Hey. Hey. Goodbye, 2013. But before we say goodbye, we want to say thank you, everyone. you, Thanks, guys. We met our goal for our little fundraiser we did to get to the podcast awards in Vegas in January, the beginning of January. So. Thank you guys so much for everybody for contributing to help us make Her Fantasy Football a better podcast for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be so awesome. And for the crazy rush out of nowhere. Right before
0: Christmas. Right before Christmas. (laughs) So thank you for your Christmas donation. And as promised, we're going to give a big shout out to you guys.
1: All right. I'm going to start this off, and I'm going to apologize right now for probably butchering many of your names. So, let's get started. But if you watch the show, you
2: know that's what we do. Yeah, don't feel bad. (laughs) It's part of our theme, actually. You
0: might sound a little French.
2: (laughs) Italian, (laughs) European. Yeah, Tough to say. (laughs) European. (laughs) (laughs) European. We keep it that general here on the podcast. We don't want to offend any certain
1: country. Be like, that's not
2: what we sound like in Italy.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, we never say we're good at accents. Anyway, yeah. let's get rolling. So, big, big thanks to James Rex, Carson Lee, Christiane Girard, Natalie Wilson, Serena Vandenberg, Paul Rayburn, Kira Mullis, Stephen and Catherine Williams, Jack and Mary Whoop. Campbell, Lauren Faraby, Miriam Cassius, Sarad Nargang, Jane Balanoff, Jamie Wilson, Jody Trotta,
0: Catalina Lindgren, Katie and Dave Swank. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amy Schweikart, Ryan and Paul McGuire Grimes, Stephanie Classy, Tara Shadow, Kelly Maring, Sheena Calso, Jill McGruy, Jill McGruy, excuse me, Jonathan Gerst, Sabrina Washington, Zach Drexler, Susan Kinnanen, Rosemary Valenti, Bold Tiger MMA, Monica Mulvey, Donald Williams. All right, we got Katrina
2: Kilgus, Jared Ricktrick and Alex Gab- Gabovich. We've got Shelley Anderson. We've got the Cat Ladies, also known as Tessa Laneve, Melissa Annis, Talora Harms, and Mariah McCarthy. We've got Morgan Hudson, Alicia Smith, Neon Diamante, Chris Buchanan, Tim Erickson, Madame Crushwoods. That's right. We're going back Ponderosa style on that one. Uh, Ike Rathbone, uh, Louise Schwartz. Dan Press and Mila Golubov, and Richie and Erica Morales, and Christina Palmer. Thank you so much, everybody. We're kind of freaking out so happy. Kind of freaking out. Yeah, we're very excited. Yes, thank you. And so on top of that, the second tier um, awards was for the guest star. So someone gets to be a guest star, and I have tis the season a little gift bag filled with names
0: somebody's a happy everybody's person Everybody everybody's eagerly here. waiting with
1: anticipation for who's coming on
2: oh goodness
0: here we go yo let's make a guess let's make a guess who's gonna get picked I'm going with Donald Williams I'm gonna guess right. Tessa Tessa hmm
2: we'll and I was gonna go Richie and Erica okay hold on that's Erica Morales of Bleeding Yankee Blue fame. All right, here we go. And the winner is Serena Vandenberg. Oh, oh. nice. Oh. And
0: also she wins possibly greatest name. Yes, it's true. Serena Great. Vandenberg,
2: good name. And she's a good person. Right.
0: She's uh she's pretty good stuff.
2: So, in other words, tis the season for Serena. glad we're not going to
0: on the show, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Um, I know. She is. She actually is, and she would appreciate me telling you that she is. We're excited to meet the good person it's the named Serena. The best kind of a-hole you can ask for Perfect. is Serena Vandenberg. So she'll so fit right in. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She, good. She's good. another Williams sister for sure. For sure.
2: Nice. Yes. Nice. We need we need we will take more. Well, thank you to everyone. How exciting. And then everyone that's doing the um, New Media Guru, we will send out our um, notes from this huge conference. There's going to be 30,000 bloggers and podcasters and like crazy people like us all congregating in Las Vegas. If you're scared, so are we. And there's going to be the podcast awards. The ESPN people are going to be there. Like um, It's going to be just a lot, a
0: lot of fun. It's at the Rio, Um, which means the Chippendales will be there as well. I think we should make and bets we... now if I'm going to get married or not. That's true. <laughs>
1: yeah. We all know that my parents are deathly afraid I'm going to get married in Vegas, which is highly possible. Let's be serious. But Are they really? Oh, yeah. Have they said something? Oh, yeah. Dad actually oh, really? told me that he's totally okay with it. He's like, I don't need to walk you down <laughs> the aisle. Like, if you want to get married <gasps> in Vegas, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, uh, thanks. He's like, I'm just saying, you know, like, you would do something random like that. and I don't want you to feel bad.
0: My husband and I eloped and I was like, "Dad, are you upset that my husband didn't ask you for your for your um hand in marriage?" Hand in marriage? And he's like, "No, no, that would have been weird." No, yeah. That's really old school. I don't I don't need that. <laughs> I was like, "All right, dad." Wow. Wow.
2: Meanwhile, my husband did and then waited for weeks before he asked because the weather wasn't right. (laughs) That's a true story. (laughs) And he really wanted to propose to me outside, and it kept raining on our days off. And what's funny is we're not, like, outdoorsy people. You know, there's not like... Yeah, it's not like that was a a real pertinent part of your relationship. (laughs) It was just a really interesting thing when he was adamant that he needed to ask me on this sunny day, I guess.
1: I kind of want the guy I
2: married to ask dad.
1: I don't know why. I guess I like that old school tradition.
0: Yeah, I mean... I guess it'll depend which... uh, I was already six months pregnant, so it's kind of pointless to be asking questions then, huh? (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, just say them. Just, you're just get her done. <laughs> yeah. you know, lighter yeah. than. Life's
1: answer was already right there for you. So uh, Well, thank it, you, everybody,
0: it. so, so, so much. It's because of you guys, we're so successful, and we really appreciate it. It was a good yeah. 2013 for her fantasy football, so thank you. And happy holidays to
2: everybody. Happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, though it came up way too quick yeah. because Thanksgiving and Hanukkah were like the last week of November. And then with Christmas being on a Wednesday, it just felt like crunch time, right? Yeah. yeah I definitely did. I'm still recovering. I'm not entirely sure I bought everyone gifts.
1: <laughs> I think the Carolina Panthers and Atlanta Falcons game also came way too soon. Oh. I've been waiting for this game all year, guys. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 11 of 4 against 4 and 11. Well, listen.
2: I don't think I need to tell you uh, if you're still listening to this show at this point that um, Atlanta's defense is bad. Like it's all like fourth most, seventh most that they give up to every position that you can imagine. So um, the Panthers are playing. They're not going to sit anybody because it's a one o'clock game and they have to win to make sure that New Orleans doesn't take their seat because New Orleans holds the tiebreaker. So you don't need to worry about them sitting anyone, which I think we're going to talk about quite a bit. Um, and New Orleans plays in the 425 games, so they'll know whether or not they have a chance to win it. But um, the Panthers won't. I think this is going to be gruesome. <laughs> I think this is going to be like a gruesome predator-prey kind of yeah. win. I uh, I don't know. And Cam plays well against bad defenses, hence... Atlanta gives up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. The last time they played, he scored 18.16 points. Expect the same. Also, D'Angelo Williams, if you are in a Jamal Charles... Oh, my goodness, he's probably going to sit out this game debacle. He's decent play. Over the last last four games, he's averaged 13.93 fantasy points. And the last time they played, it wasn't great because Tolbert stole a lot of... um, his stuff, so it's still risky, but um, you know Atlanta gives up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing running backs, so he, he's a possibility. Um, yeah, Carolina's defense got 14 points against the Saints last week, so I don't know why you would dream of benching them, but bench anyone that catches the ball because they don't do that th- very much in Carolina. No, they don't. It's not really their thing, but you know, um, Greg Olson did get twelve point six fantasy points the last time they played Atlanta, so he's the only one that that's in the uh, questionable category. Do you have anybody on your bench? Oh, everyone that catches the ball. <laughs> just everyone catches the ball. Other than other than other than Greg Olson, I I can't keep telling people that we even need to talk about five point fantasy games from people. Yeah. Well, it's terrifying. In terms
1: of the Falcons here, I actually have a must-start, which I know seems a little shocking from a team that's four and eleven, but Tony Gonzalez, I like guys. I mean, he had he's had four solid weeks in a row now. Yeah, he does have a hurt toe, you know, and they've kind of rested him a little bit. So you're to see that he has been practicing. But again, we've got the whole kind of vet situation where they don't really practice, you know, have the vets practice a bunch, especially mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Um, but this is very well, maybe his last season last game. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a chance they're going to be really high that Matt Ryan's going to want to be throwing the ball his way and he's probably going to catch a touchdown in his last game, possibly period, in the NFL. So, And he's put together you know, four good weeks. So I like Tony Gonzalez as well. I think he's a must start As far as gut calls, Roddy White. Roddy had a huge week last week scoring 20 points against the 49ers who have a good defense, you know? And with the Falcons going up against the Panthers to give up the second-fewest points to wide receivers, you might be a little nervous, and understandably so, about starting Roddy White. But if he could tear it up against the 49ers, there's a good chance he could also do it against the Panthers. And if you are in a league where they combine the weeks, the pure fact that he had 20 points last week means that he pretty much bumps himself up into a must-start situation because I think he's going to score a dec- you know, at least a decent game this week, which is going to give him two weeks combined for a pretty solid week. My other notable would be Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson's having a hard time finding yardage, um, but he is finding the end zone. So as long as he finds the end zone, you will be fine there. Bench Matt Ryan. This should be absolutely no surprise to you. Although surprisingly, Matt Ryan <laughs> has thrown for over 4,000 yards this year. Isn't that crazy? It's that it is crazy. I mean, he has had 16 interceptions,
2: <laughs> so it's not quite Eli numbers, but it's not no, good by 10.
1: But it's not <laughs> good. <laughs> um, and he had a decent week last week, but I just I don't love him this week right now. You don't don't play this guy in championship. And same with Drew Davis again. It's too questionable. It's too up in the air. Too inconsistent. Don't don't put them on your team.
0: All right, you guys. Baltimore Ravens. It's Cincinnati Bengals. Oof. Are we gonna pick people? Oh yeah, yeah we we, pick we should pick people. <laughs> Carolina Panthers for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought maybe you were just like, well, you know, what we're gonna move on because clearly it's the Panthers. Clearly, but yeah, we're that's my pick. <laughs> Panthers all the way <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, I'm going pan. I just picked for all of you. Is really how it just went. That's actually what happened. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um and uh I'll be interested if anybody picks Cincinnati or picks Baltimore to win this game. Because mm. for Baltimore, play him if you got him. No one. No must start. Cincinnati's defense is no joke, people. Got calls. Yeah. No one. Baltimore's offense is not good, people. It's not good. <laughs> um yeah, they're playing for something, but if they can't play well against Minnesota, it doesn't look good for them against the Bengals. And I will say this, I did not mention it in my notes, but um, Justin Tucker did us dirty last week. Yeah, And um, he didn't mention that after the game, did he, about his fantasy football performance. But he Uh. is still I would say a play uh, against Cincinnati if Baltimore can get it across the 50 yard line. He can, get, he can get you three points. But I put him in gut calls just because they're going to be going for it on fourth down, I have a feeling. Which brings me to bunch warmers, the whole team. Joe Flacco, <laughs> no way. Mm. Ray Rice, no where way. have you been? Torrey Smith, oh, a sad disappointment. And Dennis, D- Dennis Pitta, we hoped so much for you coming back but you have let us down like the rest of the Ravens.
2: Bench. <laughs> and yet people keep saying, oh, no, they might be really sneaky in the playoffs. I'm like, really? I mean, I know that's how it was last year, too, but, like,
0: I don't know. I mean, it's Santa good they can win now. games with 20 points, you know?
1: They might be able to sneak out a win, but that has nothing to do with fantasy.
0: No. No. So, no, fantasy wise, it's it's sad, sad, and sad. The Ravens are donezo for you in fantasy. It's over. The season was over for them.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. The Bengals is a slightly different situation, though. Andy Dalton's had a little bit of like, Resurrection, right now. I'm kind of liking it.
2: I'm into him. I'm into him. Yeah, it's,
1: it's 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 interesting. I mean, he is throwing together three <laughs> solid
2: weeks. Wrong holiday, actually. Yeah, yeah he's Easter.
1: Like... I know. I, I wasn't gonna do the little Christmas pun. I don't want to say rebirth. Maybe. But, yeah. Know, he's been I, born. I would never consider. He's him to been Jesus. born
0: again. That is appropriate for Andy Dalton. So but still, yeah. I mean, so he
1: scored 30 points, 19 points, and 31 points in the last three weeks. You know, and he also hasn't thrown any interceptions, which has been shocking. You know, and with Dalton's yeah. thirty-one points last week, he could, pro- and he's probably gonna have another decent week because the Ravens, you know, they give up the tenth fewest points to quarterbacks, but they haven't been that great as of recently. Um, yeah. So Dalton could really have another good week, and if you combine that with the thirty-one points, if you are in that particular format of a league, then then Dalton is a starter. You know, and if you look at the entire season, he has actually scored the fifth most
2: points of all quarterbacks for the season. Boom. You know me. I rank him high all Which the time. Which is <laughs> crazy. I'm the only person down. that's like, I'm all in. Yeah. Other notables,
1: AJ Green. Again, I feel like when we get to this point in the season, there are certain people we shouldn't even have to bring up on this podcast. And AJ Green is one of them. Yes. He is a must-start. <laughs> I don't even need to like. He's a fantasy husband. Thanks. Yeah, I don't even need back my, it, my life around him statistics. and I feel good about it. Like you were starting AJ Green, yeah. no question. As far yeah. as gut calls, Marvin Jones. So Marvin Jones, you know, Again, he's kind of had a reemergence of himself for the, to an extent in the last three weeks here, scoring 12 points, 10 points, and 8 points. You know, those values are, I'd say, a low-end wide receiver too, but he'll be up against the Ravens, who are a middle-of-the-pack defense, and he might be able, you know, them possibly double-teaming A.J. Green, that could really open things up for Marvin Jones. So I think he's a pretty solid gut call here. Um, and 8 points isn't terrible if you do kind of have to do the combination of the two weeks. My other notables for the, um, sorry, for bench warmers, I have Giovanni Bernard, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, and Jermaine Gresham. Again, like we've talked about, Giovanni Bernard and Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, they switched on and off as far as who's getting the most targets, who's in the red zone. Right now, Green-Ellis is the hot hand, but that doesn't mean that Bernard won't be it next week. It's too risky, people. Too risky for you to put in your fantasy lineup unless you're possibly doing a flex. Definitely don't put it in an RB1 or RB2 situation. And then Jermaine Gresham. This one I may get a little flack for, and, you know, Whatever. Because he has had two <laughs> touchdowns in the last three weeks. But here's my issue. Since week nine, he scores points, and then the next week, he literally zeros out. It went three, zero, eight, zero, ten,
2: zero, eight. That means it's a zero this week, kids. Don't do I'm it. All in. Don't do it. So. You and Geno Smith. Ouch. Ouch. It's rough. Ouch. It's hard out there
1: for a pimp. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. People <laughs> like was nominated Best for an Oscar. Best Oscars
2: ever. One. <laughs> that one or Blame Canada? Another, blame Canada is really good. A great one. Blame Canada was nominated, but hard out there for a pimp won, won the Oscar. That one. Yeah. That one. It's a goodie. That's right. Winners. Well,
0: who's gonna win this matchup, ladies? I'm going uh, Bengals. Bengals. Flacco makes me cranky. Yes. Cool. So does Tori Smith. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals as well. Boom. Boom we got the Houston Texans at Tennessee Titans. Just game of the week. Game, game of, of the week. week. This will be quick. <laughs> Courtney and I are in the same
1: house right now, so that one actually sounded like harmony right there. Yeah. yeah wasn't even meant to be. It. Yeah. Well, right on. <laughs> uh, play them for you got them. There's absolutely no must-starts on the Houston Texans. Team. What? I know. Crazy. Uh... None. Zilch. Nada.
0: The None. Houston Texans are having a hard time figuring out Who's a must-start for their own team. Yeah, let alone a fantasy must-start. Fantasy. Get hmm.
2: about it. Great. Can you believe they have the worst record in the NFL? It's amazing. It's crazy. They're going to be the number one pick in the draft. They're going to need it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, they're going to need to find a backup for Matt Schaub, guys. Seriously. I'm hmm. joking.
0: Obviously. <laughs> I just had a shocked face. I was okay. like, what have you heard? <laughs> what have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> I've been preaching in the choir about Shabb for years well. now <laughs> Anyway,
1: gut calls There's no gut calls either They're that bad
2: you oh, know. And man. bench
1: warmers, I got the whole team on the bench Literally, the whole team I mean, you probably uh-huh. at this point don't own any Houston Texan player Other than maybe Andre Johnson But with the fact you got Matt Shabb throwing the ball to him And the Titans have a good defense This should be on your bench, no question So, that's it uh-huh. for the Texans In and out
0: Done like In their the season.
1: Out.
0: Like their season. That's what season. she
2: said. Done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not with a Texans right.
2: player. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, interestingly enough, Houston's defense isn't terrible, though. Um, I don't think I would play them this week, but they're actually kind of like middle of the pack against everything. And unfortunately, so is Tennessee. So, I'm not quite sure what to say about this game. Neither of them are in the hunt, but I think there's some garbage time to be had. And call this a hunch. But I feel like, so Ryan Fitzpatrick, like, last week, I don't, please, I can't talk about it, um, 181 yards, one touchdown, one interception, boo. But the week before that, he had 402 yards and four touchdowns, two interceptions. Interceptions are the problem here, people, but, um... Listen, Tennessee has a little more vigor than Houston right now. Like I think they're like actually kind of scrappily playing, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to play for a job next year. So I think he might actually pull out the stops and, and okay. sling it around. Hmm. Here's hoping. I started him last week, which I like to say. I
1: am a champion my friends I won my league yay TV. Yeah.
2: congrats Thank you. I have to wait till this week I'm so but I played Fitzpatrick it. and I was about to have a heart attack because I was like oh what's going on yeah well I played yeah. I played Alex Smith last Single week digits. we'll talk about that later Um but yeah I think he might actually be a good play and, and I'm actually someone that has Romo and Alex Smith mm. and both of them are mm. probably sitting this week so I, I picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick and I'm praying um, Tennessee defense, okay, well, last week they scored seven points. They're kind of up and down, um, but Houston is at the second most fantasy points to defenses, so they might be a sneaky little play. Chris Johnson, you're going to play him. And, uh, Delaney Walker, actually, he should have had a really good game last week, but Fitzpatrick overthrew him in the end zone, and then he also, that interception that he threw last week was trying to get him the ball, like, forcing it to him. Mm-hmm. So, um... I don't know. They like him a lot, and tight ends are scary. So there you go. Also, um, Houston's pretty good against wide receivers. But Nate Washington had a great game last week, and he had a great game against Houston earlier this year. So I think he's someone to look at. And I did have him as a sleeper last week. So I kind of slightly impressed with myself. No, um, their their top cornerback, um, the top cornerback. I'm sorry for Houston is out, Um, Joseph. So. I don't know, and then oh my gosh, are you uh, Kendall serious? Wright. The girl is the game now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last time they played, Kendall Wright also had fifty-four yards and a touchdown. So, mm. so I, I don't know if they're really like bench players, but they're more like meh. Mm. On that note, I'm taking the Titans because I think Houston really wants that first pick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Houston's playing for something. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they want to lose just as bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going Titans. Yeah, I mean, the deal breaker for me is
0: Chris Johnson here. So, yeah. Titans. 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 Ooh. Tighten it up. Jacksonville Jaguars. And Indianapolis Colts. Brandon's got a lot of that's what she said going on today. She does. I think she's going to
1: try to say that in every single analysis we do. Mm
2: -hmm. I saw a Steve Carell interview (laughs) for Anchorman, and now it's all all over me. I can't can't wash it off. (laughs) (sighs) That's what she said.
1: Uh, (laughs) 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 That takes us into
0: Jacksonville. Oh, it's so good. Uh, (laughs) Mercedes Lewis. Hey. Hey. Fourth game. Should I... Should I
2: start Mercedes Lewis over Jason Witten?
0: Yes. Four touchdowns in the last four games. I'm all about him right now. Boom. Boom. And they're going through wide receivers like Ashley goes through men. Hey, yo. Quick and hard. So we're moving on. They're going (laughs) to.
2: I'm not even going to throw in that that's what she said. It's like, Uh, that's what she said. She said, my exes listen to this show.
0: Oh, man. Uh um, can call them X's. But yes, yeah, so Lewis I think is a must start and I'm into him. I'm very into him, especially with the tight end situation. I think he is a good guy who is a must start. Gut calls Mike Brown. Mike Brown, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? He is the number one wide receiver for the Jaguars. We got shorts down. Denarius Moore is back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So he got 71 yards and a touchdown. Not too shabby last yeah. week. If you played him, hey, not, bad. Not, not a bad choice. I'm into right. him kind of this week as well. The Colts give up the 14th most fantasy points wide receivers. So. She's feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. She's um, bench warmers, Maurice Jones-Drew. You know, coaches Aww. aren't super Sad. excited about it, giving him a full workload yet, and. Even when he was in the game the whole time, he didn't give you the fantasy points you were hoping for. So I'm saying, Benjamin. Sad day. MJD needs me uh, sad. MGD I'm sad for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. On to the Colts. <laughs> Play em if you got him. Andrew Luck. So, Luck has had just so-so performances the last couple of weeks, but there hasn't been a bunch of high-scoring quarterbacks either. If you guys have noticed that. But it oh, kind low-scoring. Yeah. Of low scoring, no. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I was, like, pretty pissed about 13 points. But that actually, you know, landed. he's the 11th highest scoring quarterback last week. So even with 13 points, he was, like, basically a must start. You know, and Bad news, he yeah. has get you know, the defense is given up the 5th most points to opposing, opposing quarterbacks. So he should have a good game against the Jags. And he's also tied for the 4th most points all season. So you should definitely keep your faith in this guy. As far as my gut calls, I've got Donald Brown. So Donald Brown had a great game last week, scoring 22 points. But the two weeks previous, he only scored two points and three points. He's been inconsistent mm-hmm. all year long. So he's going to be a pretty risky play in the championship. Now, the only thing that I would say that should tempt you to play him is if you are again in one of the leagues where they combine the two weeks because 22 points was solid. So even if he did have, you know, kind of a bad week this week, you may end up still out on top. So I would say if that's the case, look for him in a flex. warmers Kobe Fleener, guys. I hope you've not been playing him because he's zeroed out again. Again. He was really hot at one point. But then the problem is is that we've got a bunch of wide receivers that have actually started to step up, and, you know, Griff Whalen and Darick Rogers. And so he has basically become just a blocker at this point. So you need him out of your lineup. My other notables on the bench going along with that is T.Y. Hitton, Darick Rogers, and Griff Whalen. Again, it's been kind of really inconsistent as far as with Andrew Luck. And these guys – Luck is spreading the wealth around, so we, both these guys, they're all getting single digits, and you, you need more than that in the championship game, so they should also be on your bench. And Damn. that is it for them.
0: Who are you going for, Ashley? Who's your pick to win?
1: Uh, I'm going to go Colts, but I wouldn't be
0: surprised if the Jags won. I'm going Jags. Come on, Lewis. You know how I feel about the Colts, and Mr. Luck be a lady. <laughs> Not into you at all. You're going, going down.
2: Ball. Um, I'm gonna go Colts, but I think it'll be close.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Well, my favorite team all year long. And the record <laughs> is seven and eight, so you can imagine how I feel. The New York Jets at Miami Dolphins. Mm Jets. <clears throat> Jets. Jets. <clears throat>
2: The Dolphin needs. The Dolphins need to win this game to stay in the playoff race. And the Jets were told last week that Rex Ryan feels like he's going to lose his job, which is why they had this miraculous performance last week. So they're just fired, or they're just fired up, trying to is that help just him brilliance on fired. Rex
1: Ryan's part to help motivate his team, or do you think he really thinks he's going to lose his job?
2: I think it's both. I think, yeah. I, to be honest with you, I, I, it, as maybe not popular as it is, the plain fact of the matter is this team has no weapons at all, and the fact that they went seven and eight is a borderline miracle. Literally, like you don't even, I don't even know who the wide receivers are at this point, and I study them because they're out every week. So it's, it's very difficult. Um, but, yeah, so the only person that is even remotely dependable is Chris Ivory. Last week he rushed for 109 yards, and Miami gives up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. So he's a possible starter, or uh, got called possible starter. Um, and then everyone else is on the bench because you just can't know with them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tough out there for the Jets. It's
0: tough. It's tough it's tough it's also tough for the Miami Dolphins. No must starts for the Miami Dolphins this week. Really? <clears throat> now, yes, I'm putting Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline in gut calls.
2: Oh, Hartline and are breaking up.
0: Hartline, I I understand that. And he's questionable <laughs> with a knee injury. So, I that's why I'm putting them in gut calls. I feel like people are very emotional with these two people. Um <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean Wallace, I he likes to drop balls. That can't be nice if you're a fantasy owner of him. I don't like mm-hmm. that either. Now, the Jets have a less than impressive secondary, so they might blow up this week. Um but you know, Ryan Tannehills have had some tough tough go around this last couple games. So I'm not in love with the Miami Dolphins period. You're benching the running backs. Uh Daniel Thomas is out, I believe. Um, and Lamar Miller is just really unreliable. You're also gonna bench Ryan Tannehill. Sorry. He came out he's last hurt week. There. Well, he came out last last week in the fourth quarter with a knee injury, but he did come back. Mm-hmm. And they say it you know he's on fine. Fingers. It's just he's not a sure bat. And you need a shirt bet in week 17 to play the whole game. So, sorry we're benching. I feel like we brought down the whole mood of this show
2: with this matchup where we're like, yeah. Oh, Oh. Oh, Oh, man.
0: (laughs) But actually, I'm excited to watch this game, though,
1: because I do think the Dolphins have something to fight
0: for. Yeah, they do. They do. They They totally do. And I hope the Jets destroy them. So I'm going with the Jets to win. Um the Dolphins are benched in my eyes. This wouldn't be the
2: final show for the year if Corny didn't choose the Jets to win. That's right. That's right. Right? And if I didn't choose whoever went up against them. I mean I might have to choose the Giants as well.
1: The Jets? Yeah. The I might choose the Giants, perhaps, when that oh. rolls around just no. because
0: it's the end. No. But,
1: um <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Dolphins.
0: Dolphins. All right. Good for you guys. Harney thinks
1: their spirit was broken when they lost to the Patriots.
2: But we'll see. Mm. We'll see. But sometimes when you break the spirit of the horse, that's a good thing, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't (laughs) know. Doesn't sound promising to me. I think that's code for the the horse died, but I
0: could be wrong. No, I don't think so.
2: I think that's country talk. By the way, so we had a Christmas get together at my house, and um, I was like, well, they're not living high on the hog. And. No, I know what you're saying. We had like Russians and Colombians, and I mean, everyone, these people, and they looked at me like, what? High on the hog? and one guy from south dakota was like oh brandon oh no and i was like oh i'm sorry that's not a phrase i mean they're not high society they're not and they were like oh okay why hogs and i was like never mind never mind
0: you you had some serious judging eyes in your own yep. home on christmas yeah <laughs> high on the hog oh it's so good it's so good All right, guys. We got the Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings.
1: This game could be ugly.
0: This is this hurts. This is like taking lime and squeezing it in a fresh cut. Ah. it burns. It burns. Just like the Detroit Lions. lions. Just like the Detroit Lions have done to you the last three weeks. And for that, Team Seventeen comes in with. Our week seventeen comes in with no must starts for Detroit Lions. Oof! Never thought I'd hear that that phrase. But after scoring forty points against Green Bay, Detroit has yet to perform the way that their fantasy owners need them to. And you are moving to get gut calls, people. Mm. Calvin Johnson may not even play week seventeen. Warning! Warning! uh, Warning! beep 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 so he's definitely a gut call watch out Sunday morning to make sure what his status is Stafford's a gut call because well he
2: if
1: stinks. you watch
0: football uh he's looked like Eli Manning the last few
1: weeks
2: worse mm.
0: worse he no. looks like Geno no. Smith you you stop that <laughs> he's had he had just over 21 fantasy points in the last three weeks put together. Are you saying that Stafford has not been riding high on the hog the last few No, weeks? he's not been riding high on the hog. No, no. <laughs> he, he broke the horse's <laughs> he spirit. He broke the horse's spirit. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he did. Oh, we're, he totally, totally too. we're totally using that phrase, wrong. I can just feel <laughs> it. Uh, oh. And, yeah, let's be honest, you guys. Stafford has burned us. Burn and you. if you don't want to start mm. him, I don't blame you. I do not blame you. Say. Bye-bye-bye to Mr. Stafford. You need to go to Costco to get Neosporin after those burns. Seriously. Seriously. Mm. I've been rubbing aloe mm. all over my body the last three weeks, and I still feel hot. <laughs> hot.
2: <laughs> hot.
0: <laughs> um, also notable gut calls, we have with Calvin Johnson, as I said earlier, Reggie Bush. Who their coaches insisted wasn't benched after losing his fourth ball this season. But, Courtney, he was never going to fumble again. Never going to fumble again. Not in 2013. No. No, just twice more. Just twice more. I will never (laughs) die. Never. (sighs) Um, And Joyke Bell in a positive way. Uh, Joyke Bell is good. He's a little banged up, though. So that's not good. No. It's really all good calls. Bench warmers. I mean, the rest of the wide receivers – and tight ends, just can't step it up enough to put them even in gut calls. So, sorry, Lions, you failed us.
1: Bench, who thought it would take the Detroit Lions Minnesota Vikings game for us to make no sense? <laughs> for it to get like steamy hot in here with Neosborn. <laughs> it's nice. So yeah, sadly, really that's hot. not gonna continue with the Vikings analysis. Nope. Nope. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid quick and easy. because yep, I have no mustards for the Vikings. <laughs> None. You might be thinking Adrian Peterson, but not even he made the cut. Nope. Nope.
2: Not this week. He He's a gut call, purely for the fact that he's
1: Adrian Peterson, and he's a freak of nature, and shouldn't <laughs> even be playing yet. But it's not for sure that Adrian Peterson will play this week, even though he did play a little bit last week. I mean, but he has a hurt foot and a hurt growing, with the growing allegedly bothering him more than the foot. You know, and... So make sure you check to make sure that he is playing before you even think about putting him in. But he'll be up against the Lions to give up the eighth-fewest points to running back, surprisingly. So it's going to be a tough week for Peterson, period. So I don't love it, but I know it could be hard for you to not play AP if he's on your team in the championship week. My other notables would be um, Cordero Patterson and Jarius Wright. They both had decent weeks. You know, Patterson might be out, but the Lions give up the third-most points wide receivers. So if you are in a league where they do combine two weeks, it could be a good play. Because they are playing the team that give up I believe they're about the third most points. Yeah, third most points wide receivers, so Yikes. it'd be hard for them not to do well. But <laughs> that could be a problem as my bench warmer is Matt Castle. Ooh, so those two mm. generally go hand in hand. But one point isn't gonna get you very far. And that is what Castle scored last week. Not mm. not pretty. And the Lions, not negative four like Eli. No, <laughs> But the Lions give up the 14th fewest points to quarterback, so this, you know, more than likely, we won't fare very well for you. Um, so again, it's not, it's not looking good for the Vikings. Not good. Not good. Not good. Who you guys gotta pick to win this. Oh, this is the game of the week. This is tough.
2: <sighs> Vikings. I think Brian has picked the Vikings the last
1: analysis of the year,
0: Courtney. God, it has. To... <laughs> The Lions have to come back, right? They can't embarrass themselves the whole, you know, the whole last third part of the season. I think Jim
2: Schwartz is on his way
0: out Uh in embarrassing fashion. I wouldn't have a
1: problem with that.
2: I love Schwartz. You would.
1: (laughs) I don't know. This one's really hard. Um, Oof. oof,
0: I'm going to go Lions, and I have no logical reason why. None. The best choice. Nice. Well, we're moving on to yet another great matchup with the Washington Redskins at the New York Giants. Game of the week. Woo! Wow.
2: So good. Mm -hmm. We've got a few of these this week. A few of
0: (laughs) them. we got some doozies, people. Uh, Week 17 is tough. Sorry. It's just a tough week for fantasy football. Pierre Gerson, though. Uh, Hey. Love him. Two games in a row. He had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Must start. Rebirth. Yeah, rebirth, rebirth. Garcon and cousins have a connection. I'm into it. I think, I I think Garcon just wants to prove on how bad RG three was to him. So, hey, I'm okay with it because yeah. I'm my fantasy team. Gut calls. I have Alfred Morris. Morris was the 15th highest scoring running back in week 16. Hey. Yeah, I
2: started him. Yeah, I love him.
0: Drake Bell tore it up last week against the Giants with the fourth highest score. So. if. Bell can do it I think Morris can do it too you know I have him in good calls just because the Giants are pretty good but I think I think the Redskins are all trying to save their job excluding obviously the coach Mike Shanahan but everybody right. else is trying to keep their job there so who's still so mad he isn't fired yet you can see him seething about him know, on the side <laughs> he should show up in a Giants shirt on Sunday <laughs> go big or go, go home or, yeah. he wants to go home go big and go home hopefully is what he's hoping for and listen <laughs> Do there you are think he band- come
1: back to denver and run the shanahan restaurant call it quits yeah call oh, it quits oh,
0: run a restaurant i don't think he'd be his, very successful his at steakhouse that. he's got a steakhouse here no it's very good yeah, but he tasty. does not run it nope uh um,
2: and listen. we should ask him to sponsor the show
1: <laughs> after we tore him apart all season? Hey, do you sponsor us? We hate you, but... Hey, I don't hate Mike Shanahan. I don't either. Tanahan's great. Yeah. Provides entertainment.
0: Exactly. We've talked about four players all year long with the Redskins. One is benched, RG3. One is injured, Jordan Reed. And the other two we already talked about, so... Whoever else plays on the Redskins, you're benched. We be done. We be done.
2: Uh, New York Giants... It's the same story. It's just sad. It's a sad story of woe. But uh, play him if you got him. Absolutely not. (laughs) Got calls. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I'm just so glad Uh, Victor Cruz is supposedly recovering well. He had knee surgery. So look for him next year. And I'm glad that we don't have to discuss how he has talent and no one else does anymore. So good luck to you, buddy. Um... Both teams are just playing for pride or shame, depending on how you look at it, so everyone should play, Um, but Andre Brown's the only one that's a possibility, he's in gut calls, he's been terrible the last two weeks, Uh, Mm -hmm. only 17 yards versus Seattle, 40 yards at Detroit, but those are both tough run defenses, Um, and instead, the Redskins give up the third most points to running backs, so he has a chance. And um, I think that he's going to be okay. He's a good back. It's just that, you know, you don't have to defend anything else with them. Um, Also, Eli Manning came out this week defending his offensive coordinator, Kevin Gilbride. And it's like, yeah, of course you're defending him because he's not the one throwing the interceptions. (laughs)
0: Last
2: week, he had a bounce-back game and got one of his best scores, 12 points. So don't start him either.
0: (laughs) And for that, I'm picking Washington. Oh, so good. I have to say, I'm sorry I missed the podcast last week. I was very sick. But I do watch other fantasy um, and listen to other fantasy shows. And I can't tell you how much I was yelling about people saying, start Kirk Cousins over everybody else. Kirk Cousins is going to have a blowout week. And he got you 10.8 points. So sorry if you listen to them. That stinks. (laughs) And with that, I'm going with the Giants. I'm also going Giants. Go Giants! Baby. Go Giants! Yeah. This is all a conspiracy <laughs> against me. Hey, they won last week. Uh, that's right. That's right. They do
2: sneakily play well when they have nothing to win or lose. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We got the Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure do. Josh Gordon, baby. Woo.
2: I'm in love with. Love oh, him,
1: right? I mean, if you haven't figured out to play Josh Gordon every week, you aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, no. Period. Mm-hmm. And you aren't even listening to this podcast, clearly. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> clearly. That's kind of, you know, I mean, he scored 11 points last week, and that was without a touchdown, you know, and the Steelers have a good secondary, so don't expect, like, insane numbers, but he'll still get you double digit points. You're starting Josh Gordon, period, every single week. Gut calls. I've got Edwin Baker. He took over the backfield, you know, and. From a more than lackluster crew of running backs, and he has scored 13 points in the last two outings. You know, he's also scored a touchdown in each of those weeks. So, you know, this means that he has proven to be able to get into the end zone, and you wouldn't be completely crazy to throw him into an RB2 or a flex role. I like him. I like me some Adam Baker. Good. Yeah. Nice. Who I don't like is Gary Barnage. Are you thinking mm. who? Yeah. Because he's the backup tight end to jo- Jordan Cameron. Um, this does not mean that he should be your replacement in your lineup though If you had Jordan Cameron Don't do it Don't handcuff yourself to this guy against a defense That has given up the 11th fewest points of tight ends There are plenty of other subpar Inconsistent tight ends out there to play
0: Absolutely right. Plenty
1: of other <laughs> inconsistent guys There are a dime a dozen a here. dime a dozen in the tight end category <laughs> Not this guy though My other notable would be Jason Campbell You also should not be playing Jason Campbell No, no Definitely Mm-mm. not a championship game.
0: No. Nope. It might be cold out there, but no Campbell's soup for you people. Nope. Courtney, what you got for the, oh, Brian, what you got for the Steelers?
2: Oh, are we going to pick, though? Oh, we are on the Steelers. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I am on cold medication. Wow. <laughs> I literally scrolled down, and I was like, oh, the Bears are next. Oh, I th- oh did we skip the Steelers? <laughs> I had a moment. <laughs> We're back.
0: Hi. Ed okay, it, so it. Edit. Edit. <laughs>
2: edit. This
1: is reminiscent of when I was on the podcast on my muscle relaxers.
0: And I kind of talked. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh... I,
2: I, I woke do up, it. actually, so we stayed up till like, 3 in the morning doing dishes, and then I couldn't sleep because I kept coughing and coughing and coughing. I was like, you know what? You know, I'm just going to take some nighttime cold medication, whatever. And I took it, and then I looked up, and I realized it was 6.30 in the morning. That's not the time to take the nighttime no. no. Mm-hmm. So I'm not entirely sure where I am right now, but <laughs> I'm sure that it's fun. Um, okay, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, listen, they have to win, and then everyone else pretty much has to lose. It's in contention for them to get into the playoffs, but man, they're going to cross their little fingers. So I think they're going to win this game. Um, the team voted Antonio Brown as the team MVP for the year. This is the second time he got that award in uh, three years, which, by the way, Ben Roethlisberger's only won once in 10 years. <laughs> Interesting. Um, But anyway, I think Antonio Brown's borderline an MVP in fantasy as well. Talk about a consistent producer. He's matchup proof. He's Ben Roethlisberger proof. He's just that guy. And uh, Joe Hayden from the Browns um, would normally defend him, (laughs) but he's hurt right now. So uh, he's a must play for sure. End of discussion. Got calls. Uh, big ben well mm. last week he run in a, ran in a touchdown and i don't know if any of you saw the playback <laughs> of that it's a little painful isn't it big man running i wow wow it's, when you look at his numbers he he obviously is athletic right he has to be but man the eye test really fails you you're like <laughs> whoa but would you want that uh,
1: guy running at you he's a beast he he He's like huge. He is.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, a lot of guys are no.
1: 6'5 I and mean, the quarterbacks, but Ben is just like yeah. so much bigger. He's just a big dude. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to see him th- in an alley, in a bathroom. <laughs> that's or what I was
0: going to That's exactly what I was yeah. going say. I was thinking I didn't want to see him in a club bathroom. I was going to the go club. there,
2: but I decided it's Maybe the holidays. The <laughs> holidays. <laughs> I, that I always think of burger. Oh, from. man. I, I almost surrendered that's what she said. Oh, man. That would be bad in court. I would say, yeah. I forgot. I've also forgot another must-play, which, by the way, uh, at some point we're obviously going to be coming back. But Le'Veon Bell, top 10 guy next year. No doubt about it. Play him. Play him, play him. Um, And then, yeah, I, I just also think all of their receivers are always in the gut calls where you could win or lose. But, man, if you need a lottery ticket, if you have an injury... One of them's gonna get a touchdown. They're two and three person always between Emmanuel Sanders and Jericho Cotri, Someone yeah, gets a touchdown. True. So you just have to pick which one, and, I, and no one can tell you what. But that's the way it is. But I'm going Steelers. Going Steelers. Going Steelers. Go Tomlin.
0: I'm going crazy dancing. I'm Island. going black and gold as well. I'm into them. Yeah, I'm also going Steelers. Damn. Our Super Damn. Bowl champs are going down in the last week of football here, people. Sorry, Cleveland. Better luck next year. We got the Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. This really is maybe I'm game of the week. Like to legitimately legitimate watch. game legitimately of
1: the week. Legitimately watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we don't
2: sing when it's legitimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Sorry. Because Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. We have standards. We have standards. He is back. He is back. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Hi. My future. I actually rushed my computer to see back. if I can get him. You what? Yeah. I actually rushed to my computer to see if I could get him for my championship game Gone. instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick. You yeah, know. They didn't drop him.
1: They didn't well, drop him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the deal. He hasn't played the last seven games. But this is Aaron Rodgers. And this is a championship game. And big players step up in championship games. And Aaron Rodgers is definitely a big player game. And this isn't... They have to win to get in. They have And the Bears to. are terrible. And the Bears' defense, the Bears defense is terrible. atrocious. But both of them are playing to win. this is player takes all right here. So Aaron Rodgers, money's on him, love him. My guy calls Eddie Lacey. He's a little bit hurt and sore, but Coach McCarthy says Lacey's in a good place. Um, Coaches have been known to lie. You could be in a good place in rehab, you know, but you're still there, so. But, you know, the problem here is whether or not they use him for his full reps is the issue. Because, I mean, he probably is a must-star because he did still get two touchdowns last week, even though he was sore. But, you know, it's a fair warning that he may not get all of them. And you've got two other, you know, Starks and Kuhn, so they may rest Lacy up a little bit. It probably is going to depend if they take up a big lead here against the Bears' atrocious defense. So this is one of those games where you have to be nervous that they're just going to pull your starters, in my opinion, with Lacy just because he is hurt. So that's my my fair warning for Eddie Lacy there. Um, My other notables in the gut calls would be our uh, trio of receivers, James Jones, Jared Boykin, Jordy Nelson. The J-J-J group. The issue here is that, again, you don't know which receiver is going to actually be scoring the points. And it's hard because Aaron Rodgers is back. I feel like historically, Aaron Rodgers has tended to lean more Jordy Nelson, James Jones, and Jared Boykin. But you don't know. I mean, he's been sitting on the bench watching what Boykin can do. So you really don't know. So for me, these are all kind of gut calls. My bench is Andrew Corliss. He had two fantastic games and then scored you one point last week. Oof. So, I mean, with, with Rodgers coming back, you have no idea if he's got any sort of synergy with Corliss. You don't know. I mean. Synergy? Yeah. Nice. Like yeah. I do like that. Yeah, it's a business term. <laughs> yeah. um, but he may. Business. He may. You don't know.
0: <laughs> it's a little too risky for me for a championship game. Well, I don't want to risk any of my synergy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Absolutely uh, not. No. <laughs> that's, Almost—that's that's what she said. Uh, uh,
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Rodgers is back. Huge game. <laughs> Do not play their defense. I'm actually starting with the bench warmers. I, my, how the mighty have fallen. The Bears are terrible defense. People. Yeah. It's, Good news. So are the Packers. Yeah. So there's that. Now Cutler is going to start again. I don't know if you saw the <laughs> excuse of, for what we would call a game last week for the Bears, but I don't know if they got the memo or not, but they were playing to win the division, and they just did not show up. Like, there was just no fire. They just didn't care. It was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. And that's the problem with Cutler. I'm telling you, this is my problem with Cutler. This is
1: – there's Yeah, that, that just exudes him, that kind of like,
2: eh, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing.
1: But he may lose his start, his quarterback job if he doesn't step it up this week.
2: Yeah, Ugh. which is why I'm telling you to start everyone. Why? Because Alshon Jeffrey cannot be stopped. He is wonderful. Brandon Marshall continues to play, lights out. Um, even Martellus Bennett, because frankly, Green Bay gives up the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. He's even a possibility. He's in the gut calls, but everyone else is in the must starts except for Cutler and Bennett, and then the defense is in the bench warmers. So, obviously. Um I uh, it's painful, but I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Bears cuz they're at home. But I don't like it. I'm going Packers. I'm going
0: Packers. All right. Go big right. green. I'm into them. If McCown was playing, I would have picked the Bears. Uh, me too. Me too. I'm I hoping that Cutler I, they're gonna close. I think they're going to pull Cutler at some point. Yeah, But it's going to be too little too late. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I hope too Cutler much. fakes an injury like he usually does at the end of the season and walks God, off the shield himself. So good. It'll be wonderful. Oh, if he's
2: on a stationary bike during this game, it's like, that's a huge drinking game right yeah. there. You have to take shot after shot after <laughs> shot on that one.
0: Just want to uh, keep my ego warm, that's all. It's so good. i want to keep my ego yeah, warm. That's all, that's all he does on the bike. It's not hurt. Oh, it's wonderful. Ridiculous. This game's going to be wonderful as well. The Denver Broncos at Oakland Raiders. Is it? Could be. Ooh, play him if you got him. Hey, Eric Decker. Yeah, top receiver last cool. week, right? Literally, there is a picture of him in the dictionary next to boom or bust. I swear <laughs> to you, it's Decker's face. He has had six games under six points and five games over 15 points, including one that was 40-plus points. So he is mm. he's worth the play he's just worth the play you can't if he zeros out it's just a risk you're gonna have to take he won't zero out but he might get you four points four yeah. um <laughs> but you know he has had seven touchdowns in the last four games and over 450 yards that's a must start yeah people that's first. a big must start
1: uh, and you've got Peyton Manning trying to go for a record. Trying to go for a record. He, he feels he's, comfortable
0: with uh, Deckard. Yeah, deck. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wes Walker's starting to play this week, um, so he may or may not be in. Does there. anyone find it weird
1: that he was out during the exact same weeks that The Hobbit premiered? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hard to juggle schedules. It is. It is. It is tough, it's actually. Tough. It is. It's tough. Priorities. It's
1: tough.
2: Priorities. You gotta... Um, <laughs> Brandon looks very disappointed that I made a crack about West Walker. Oh, it's true, though. It's true. I'm just really slow on the uptake. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm sticking to the that's what she said jokes, because that's all I got. Um, um, and it's not even a joke. It's terrible.
0: I will say Oakland is getting better, Definitely getting better, but they're not going to be able to cover all of the weapons of Denver, no. um, especially when, <laughs> when Broncos no. are playing for so much. So other must-starts, obviously the rest of the players, Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, Julius Thomas, yep. new Sean Marino, and, of course, Matt Prater. Hey. Uh, hey Prater. Are you nervous
1: at all, Courtney, that they're going to pull their starters because this game could be such a blowout? Or is it still worth it because they'll still score enough points? The in like only
0: a half. person that they might pull, in my opinion, would be No. Sean Marino, and they've done it before, and they like giving him yeah. rest. Therefore, Monty Ball goes into gut calls. I know he hasn't been playing very well the last two weeks, but he is not a bad flex option, guys, oh, for Week I'll Seventeen. Like I like him. Um, I think he's going to get a lot more touches. You know, uh, Peyton Manning only needs like two hundred. What was it? Two hundred forty yards. Like-
1: I want to say like 216. I'm not, not much. Yeah,
0: not much for him. I think so he's 246. Uh, after that, of. I don't think, you know, it's going to be crazy throwing down the field time. So I expect Ball to have a decent game. Other gut calls, Andre Caldwell, and Denver's defense. Hey, you know, some good games, some bad games. So I'm not saying they're must starts like others, but I'm saying definitely something to think about. And bench warmers, we're talking the Denver Broncos people. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> there's nobody on the bench against the Oakland Raiders.
2: One of my friends sent me an email about our, our campaign and was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then he um, told me that he just won his championship. And he did draft Peyton Manning, Sean Moreno, Demarius Thomas, and Julius Thomas. And he said he got total flack for it. They were like, why would you ever get four people from the same team until week three?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't take long. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take long, people, to it realize. It didn't take
2: long, and they were all in. They were like, never mind. And he won his championship, I guess, by like a landslide. I love it. I love that. Hey.
0: It's crazy. I, I, I would not be surprised in the first two rounds if four of the Denver Broncos get <laughs> picked. I mean, they are money makers, people. They can get you to the championship and win it for you, unlike the Oakland Raiders. Mm. No must-starts. Terrell Pryor is the quarterback. Hey, it's exciting for no one, which makes me (laughs) put Andre Holmes in gut calls. If he had McLoyne throwing him the ball, he might be a must-start this week against Denver's kind of awful secondary, but he's not. Mm. Terrell Pryor is throwing to him, and that's a scary thought for any wide receiver. But he is one of the only guys on the Oakland Raiders, so that's why he still falls into gut calls. Bench warmers, if you haven't already heard my feelings about Pryor, benched. With all the drama in Oakland, we don't feel good about Pryor at all. No. You know? And no, no one wants Pryor to fail. It's just what's going to happen most likely. So, sorry, <laughs> Bench. Bench. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. <gasps> mm, this is a tough one. Denver Broncos. I hope this is not a repeat of the San Diego Chargers game. By the way, I'm oh, so scared. Yeah. We need. Ho- they need home advantage.
2: Yeah, I'm going Broncos because I think they really, really do not want to go to New England.
1: Yeah, I agree. And with that, I found it. So Peyton Manning will need 266 passing yards to break Drew Brees' single-season yardage record. They also this week could break the NFL season, season single season scoring record of 589 points, which was set by the New England Patriots in that 2017. And all they need is 18 points to break the record. So, Boom. I think it's that big day. they are going to have a lights out game. They're going to break all these records and go, go in with the Broncos on this. Poor Raiders. I agree. They don't want. They don't want to go the Patriots. They don't want to go New England. No. No.
0: Unlike the Buffalo Bills who have to go to New England in Week 17. <laughs> Poor Buffalo Bills. Poor Bills. This week will not be Aww. an easy sailing like it was last week against the Dolphins. Sorry, that stinks. New it's England crazy. is playing for home field advantage, as we just talked about, and their defense is okay in in every position, so that's never fun to go into. And unfortunately for the Bills, they only have one position that's good. That's the running backs, so... Yeah, it is. Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller, I love you. I do, I do, I love you, love you. Jackson had over 100 yards and a touchdown. and Spiller got over 10 fantasy points as well, so that's great. New England was tough against the running backs for Baltimore, though, last week. And they're playing for something, and it's not going to be too hard to just stop the running game um, when all you have is Robert Woods in the backfield, which, again, my... My thoughts go out to Mr. Stevie um, in the loss of his mother. That's sad. Um, It's almost more sad that Thad Lewis is their quarterback. It's rough. That's rough. That's rough. He's on the bench, people. We're not playing Thad. He had seven fantasy points last week. It's just not good. It's just not good. Yeah. Um,
1: The Patriots. I, there are no must-starts. I've got literally everybody in the gut call section for the Patriots this Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. So Tom Brady, with Gronkowski out, he is just not the same quarterback. His potential for big game is not the same. Brady might be your only and best option at this point, so you shouldn't feel terrible about playing him against the Bills. But the Bills do give up the 10th fewest points to quarterbacks, you know, and... They're sneaky good Yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Brady stalls yeah. Edelman, you know, but Brady has historically done well against the Bills, so he's got that in his favor. My other notables would be Jul- Julian Edelman. So the situation with him is he only scored seven points, but he will be up last week, but he is up against, a tw- you know, the team that gives the 29th fewest points to wide receivers, so essentially one of the worst in the league against secondary, mm. against wide receivers, so... And then Steven Ridley, Shane Vereen, and Garrett Blunt. They're, that's dicey too. We're back in these weird by committees. Blunt has actually been the best the last couple weeks. He's been getting the, the red zone targets. You got Shane Vereen scoring, you know, six points last week. Ridley got five. I mean, it's not, it's not good. It's a, it's a little risky in the championship. We're talking flex max here. And Patriots defense is another possibility um, in the gut calls. And I have absolutely nobody on the bench. Nobody. Everyone, literally everyone is a gut call. Gut call.
0: Ugh. That makes me
2: Well, they're all on my bench, but <laughs> I will pick the Patriots because it's witchcraft.
0: It is. It really is. I'm going Patriots, too. I'm also going Sailor. Patriots. Ugh. It is what it is. It is what it is. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans Saints. Tampa.
2: Okay, play him if you got him. Vincent Jackson somehow gets points. It actually doesn't matter what else is happening. It's very weird. Last week, he had 98 yards. He didn't have a touchdown, but still has 9.8 points. Um, You got to play him. You just got to play him. And then some games, he's going to get you 25 points. Yep. But mostly, it's going to be 9. In um, the gut calls, Bobby Rainey, again, I mean, he touches the ball like 25 times a game. Yeah, hard not to play a guy who gets that. Seriously. Um, I don't know. They're, they're pretty good against running backs, New Orleans. They actually have a pretty good defense in general. Um, but they do give up the most points to running backs out of all the positions. So I think they're going to really run them and run them to the ground. And last week, you know, he had 37 rushing yards and one touchdown and then four receiving yards. It was middle of the road. Touchdowns always help. Let's put it that way. And then everyone else is on the bench. I mean, they're playing to be a spoiler, but they're in New Orleans at the Dome. I just don't
0: have much else to say. Except for watch out next year, people. Watch out. Watch out. New Orleans Saints. Hey. Just want to throw that out there. Drew Brees had more points than Kirk Cousins. Barely. Just saying. Barely. (laughs) just saying yeah Uh, neither uh, were good plays last week no no, you know and Marquise Colston didn't have a great week last week either but I think he's gonna have a good game this week I'm into him I'm really into him I'm also into starting Breeze and Graham again you guys they can do it we're gonna come back Uh, we're gonna beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I can feel it I can uh, feel it gotta ride the horse that brought you there my people. boss bought me glasses, like rocks glasses
1: that have the fleur-de-lis on it. I don't think I'm going to drink it in honor of this game. I like that. Yeah. I for, like it. For our tandem. No. Why did she give it's that to It's a great excuse for me just to get hammered. But... <laughs> yeah. Right. For Christmas. Whiskey. For Christmas. She's from New oh. Orleans.
0: Gut Calls, New Orleans defense, people. Tampa Bay gives up the 12th most fantasy points to defenses, so that puts them right on the cuff on whether you're going to play them or not. Um, they've had four games in double digits, six games with six points or less. So there's that. Um, but I feel like New Orleans is going to play for their pride this week, and I kind of like the defense. Yeah. Hey, bench warmers, running backs, New Orleans Saints, bad little boys. Bad little Always. boys, mm-hmm. they're on the running – yeah, they're on the bench. You could put the three of them together, and they still aren't in the top five running backs. They it's remind just... me of, like, that guy that your friend dates, and you're like, why are you dating him? Yeah.
2: Why are you playing any of these guys? Yeah,
0: seriously. You know? Like, why? Seriously. I
2: played against a guy who was like, oh, yeah, well, you beat me because um, I didn't get to play Pierre Thomas. And I looked at him and I said, That's a joke. you were not going to no. play Pierre Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, like, his one big game, like, like five weeks ago, and I was like, no.
0: He's a crapshoot. You would have never put him in. No, I would have. Right. Stop it. Yeah. Stop. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without going with the Saints to win. I'm also going Saints. 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 We're all in on the Saints. This is going to be a little tougher, you guys. San Francisco 49ers and Arizona Cardinals. This could be a good game. This could be a good game. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry to all the Davis owners out there. He did you dirty last week. He did you Uh. dirty. No touchdowns, no yards, no catches, no points. Zero. But there's two reasons we are going to start Davis this week. First, he is the second-best tight end only to Jimmy Graham in the NFL. Okay? He's real, people. A zero-point game is not uncommon for a lot of tight ends in the leagues. So just think about it that way. That's true. Um, Mm. You know, he's just pulling a tight end move on you. Secondly, Arizona gives up the most fantasy points to tight ends. Yeah. The most. It's going to be everywhere. Davis is a must-start in Week 17. I'm putting Frank Gore in gut calls. You know, Gore is a great running back, and he had a great game against Atlanta last week, and he also had four games under nine points in the last six games. You know, that, that's not good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help that Arizona yep. gives up the fewest fantasy points to running backs. A lot of people have them high up on their thing, guys, but I would not be surprised if Frank Gore got you eight points. Just saying. Sad but true. Other gut calls, Michael Crabtree and Anquan Bolden. One of them's gonna get sixty yards and a touchdown. I'm just not sure who it is. And Colin Kaepernick, you're on the bench, my friend. You're on the bench. Sorry. Bench I like him. It. I don't believe you're that sorry. <laughs> it's nice and to listen, go... I'm not going to lie. It's nice to go out with benching Kaepernick. I mean, he did score a lot of points last week. He did score a lot of points last week, but Arizona's defense is very good, and Russell Wilson was shut mm-hmm. down against them. So, you know? Yeah.
2: Ask our mom. Seriously. Uh, yeah. So, listen, 49ers at Arizona Cardinals is going to be a defensive battle. I don't think there's any fantasy gold to be had on any of these teams. Calais Campbell actually told the NFL AM radio that um, the Cardinals are the best team in the NFC, and he said that if they meet, um, if they miss the playoffs, it's, quote, going to hurt. Well, here's what they have Who to do. These? They have to win. Calais Campbell, defensive end from Arizona, um, they have to win, and New Orleans has to lose. Mm. Otherwise, they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. It's crazy, because they are a really good team. They are. they um, so, speaking of really good, the defense got 12 points at Seattle last week, which is great, which would put them into play them if you got them, because that's insane. But the last time they played San Francisco, they um, only scored five points. Now, they're at home this time, and they're playing for a championship, so you may want to start them. I mean, I still think, like, if it's a good defense, play them, but yeesh. Uh, Mendenhall... No one wants to listen to me, but he's constantly the featured back, so stop playing Andre Ellington. You're probably not in the championship if you've Andre Ellington playing, but I'm just be putting it out there. Right. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and then also, uh, Larry Fitzgerald says he's feeling better, which is great. Um, he did well against the 49ers last year, <laughs> last year, earlier this year with 171 or 117 yards and a touchdown. And then Michael Floyd. Uh, Last week, he only had one catch for 31 yards and a touchdown. So it looked better than it actually was. I'm just putting that out there. Um, Now, the last time they played, he had five catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know. They seem to do well against San Francisco, but I still have a difficult time suggesting them. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to go Cardinals. Cardinals
0: it may be wishful thinking for me but i'm also gonna go cardinals me as well i think this is a little bit um us voting with our hearts but uh it's kind of the worst
2: case scenario though if new orleans and arizona wins because then arizona did all this work and still don't get in
0: well i mean that's probably what's gonna happen i mean they did lose five games before this point so they could have done a little bit more brandon could have done a harsh, harsh reality wrong. from Courtney. I know today. it's 2013 wow. and you get a trophy for coming in last place, but I'm just saying, work harder, wow. Cardinals. No, you're not a shoeing with five losses. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. I mean, I would wow. say the Cardinals probably deserve to make the playoffs more than the Saints do, in my personal opinion. But it's what it is.
0: Yeah, I think we're all cheering for the Cardinals to get into the playoffs. So I take it back. I want I want the Saints to lose. I'm not rooting for them anymore. I'm uh, not gonna drink right. out of my glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, right. Uh, I'll drink out of a
2: normal Ross
0: glass. <laughs> yeah, take that, Saints. take that.
2: But I will be drinking. I'll still, yeah, but I'll still be drinking. Yeah, for sure. I'm not yeah, out of sure. a Fleur de lis <laughs> glass.
0: We got the Kansas City Chiefs at San Diego Chargers.
2: Great. The Chiefs are the only team that's probably gonna bench their starters. Ouch. Oh, Jamal Charles owners. Erica Morales, one of our uh, friends of the podcast, actually texted and was like, what am I going to do? Well, um, if you are going to handcuff, it would be Niall Davis. And um, he actually is pretty good. He's, he's actually had some good games, even being the backup to Jamal Charles. So it's not all is lost. I don't know if it's going to be Fabu. But watch it. He might actually start the game. They might have Jamal out the whole time. Same with um, Alex Smith. It seems like he's going to be out, too. And it looks like they're going to even take out some of the defensive guys. So I'm putting the whole team on the bench now on the gut calls. Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter whether they win or lose.
0: It's just it's a non-issue. But this is Andy Reid, if you're going to bench them, we're going to bench you. How about that? But this
1: is what's so hard about fantasy is that you can ride a guy like Charles all the way to the championship game. And then because it's the end of the season and they've already clenched a playoff spot, they can bench all their starters, and you are just at a loss. There's nothing you can do about it, and it's so painful. But at least with here, you know Mm -hmm. up front. Because there's been times where you start somebody and they literally are pulled
2: within, you know, the first quarter. And you're like, oh Yeah, I wouldn't start anyone from Kansas City. No. Not at all. No. It's sad. As
1: far as the Chargers, um, Ryan Matthews, guys, is a must-start. You can hate this guy all you want, and you're not alone, but you still have to start this guy. I mean, he scored 17 points last week and is going up a mediocre rush defense in the Chiefs this week. And especially if they're pulling defensive players, it could, it could just be blowout central right now. You know, And he scored double-digit points in six out of the last seven games. He's absolutely a must-start. He's been one of the most consistent running backs in the latter half of the season. Don't be a fool. Play Ryan Matthews. Now again, we could be in a situation where someone could get pulled, but I don't think so. Not not with the Chargers. Uh, gut calls, Philip Rivers. You can't feel great about Philip after last week's single, you know, digit performance. Yeah, he fumbled. Yeah, he threw an interception, and he also only scored one touchdown, and that was against the Raiders. Oof. You know, so how can you feel great about him going up against the Chiefs? You may feel a little better about it if you've got, you know, they're pulling their defense, but. I mean, he, this was his first single digit game all season, and he has scored the six most points out of all the quarterbacks this season, so odds are that he will have a decent game. So I think he should feel pretty good about it. My other call notable would be Keenan Allen. He has had five touchdowns in the last three weeks, and he gets the most targets of all San Diego wide receivers. He did not have a great week last week, but again, I think going up against a team that already knows they're in the playoffs, he may have a decent week. Uh, bench Warmers, Danny Woodhead. Unless you're in a seriously deep league, you can't put Woodhead in your lineup. Woodhead has only scored double-digit points two out of the last eight games, and he hasn't been consistent since Matthew started to play well. So don't count on him. Flex it best if you have to, but again, only if you're in a deep league. Other notable, Antonio Gates, as far as who should be on your bench. The Chiefs give up the least points to uh, tight ends, and Gates hasn't been doing great. Keep him on your bench.
0: This is a tough week to pick who's going to win, or this is a tough game.
2: I'm, not. I'm going with the bolo tie. I'm going with Chargers.
0: <laughs> best <laughs> interview of the year goes to. I'm s- uh,
2: still not over Bella. it. I hated that game, but man, I loved that interview. Oh, I was like,
0: oh, it's the best. I mean, I I think more people were talking about Rivers' interview than the game. I I really do. I mean, it was, it was brilliant on so many different levels. Yeah. Oh, um, that corduroy
2: or whatever jacket too. That's like burgundy. He he did. He looked like Ron Burgundy. Yes,
0: and he had snake cowboy boots, right, or alligator skin. There was a lot going on. There was
2: a lot. There was a lot. Yeah. There was a lot. I'm still I'm still recovering, and it was two weeks ago. Yep. I'm gonna go Chargers.
0: Um, if
2: you're Kansas City, you want them to win because then they'll have a worse draft pick. They still won't get into the playoffs because everyone else has to lose. That's not gonna happen, and then they'll still be ranked higher. It's win win.
0: I'm going. I I'm going Chiefs. Just because I really want to see the second streamers beat the beat the Chargers for some for some reason. We have the St. Louis Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Great. Rams.
2: Well, tell me if you've heard this story before. You should only start Zach Stacy. You're welcome. Analysis pretty much complete. <laughs> um, listen, last week he rushed for 134 yards. Um, I mean, now he's at Seattle, so I'm kind of debating whether he's a play him if you got him or a gut call. But, you know, man, I feel good about him. I feel great about him next year. I think I'm yeah. going to have to fight people for him. So um, Seattle still needs to win because San Francisco and Arizona are right on their heels. Uh, well, San Francisco, not Arizona. But um, they have to win if because if they lose and, and San Francisco wins, then San Francisco gets the first seed, which is crazy. So um, they will play, but I don't know. I think they're going to get a little lazy with it. Um and just to let you know, last week Kellen Clemens scored four point three two fantasy points. So ta da. Don't start anyone else. At Seattle.
0: Ta da. <laughs>
2: Bench warmers, everybody. Um but Seattle lost at home last week. I know, but but to someone that had more than four points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not arguing with your uh, analysis. I'm just I'm just pointing out. Seattle loss oh, last week. I agree. I
1: agree. Mustards, um, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch is questionable, so keep an eye on him as to whether or not he will play. He, had, he didn't practice, but that has nothing to do with that. They said he would have been arrested anyway. Um, he was able to rush for 71 yards against the top rush attack in the league, so he should be able to put up some really nice numbers against the sixth worst rush defense in the league. So, ouch. Feel good about Lynch. Gut calls, Russell Wilson. You know, he permanently is in my gut call section. Maybe I'm, no. maybe I'm alone on that. But. No. But he is. Wilson has scored the ninth most fantasy points out of all quarterbacks for the season, but he didn't do great last week against the Cardinals. Granted, the Cardinals are a tough team, but the Rams give up the 11th fewest points to quarterbacks, so this won't be a cakewalk for Wilson. And he scored just single-digit points last week. That's right. Oh, yeah. Just pointing yeah, that, that out. Yeah,
2: terrible last week.
1: Um, bench warmer, all Seahawks wide receivers. None of these guys even landed in the top 50 wide receivers last week. None. And with Russell Wilson going up against a defense that doesn't give up that many points to quarterbacks, that immediately impacts all potential output for any wide receivers. And that is not pretty. So stay away from these guys, especially on a championship week. It's not good.
0: Boom. Who are you going yeah. for, Ashley? I'm going to go
1: with the Seahawks. They're at home. Seahawks. And they're not playing the
2: Cardinals.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm going Seahod. Seahawks. 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 Seahawks.
0: Seahawks all the way down. We are in. we got the Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, we do. Mm. Yikes. <laughs> yes. Um, Nick Foles.
1: Oh, Nick yep. Foles. He's also permanently oh, in my play if you got him. He had another good <laughs> week scoring you 18 points. He has scored the six most points of all quarterbacks last week. This guy has been hot, he has been consistent since week nine, he is an absolute must-start no matter what team he is playing, but the fact that he's playing the Cowboys, who give up the second most points to quarterbacks, makes us a complete no-brainer. Right
0: with the Fools into the Dallas Sunset people. I like that. Nick Foles is like a guy that you get really wasted in Vegas and you wake up next to, and you have a wedding ring on your finger, and you're like, Mm. what did I just do? And then you realize he's worth millions of dollars, he's the sweetest guy in the world, and he can cook like nobody else, and you're like, wow, I did something really great, and have, thank you. I have not had that Vegas experience, yes, but maybe a yes, couple no, weeks, but you guys. Will. He's this, the accidental husband yes, that you will never divorce. Is, you need to pick out my yep. Nick Foles
1: in Vegas, corner that I wake up oh next gosh. to That's a millionaire.
0: Nick Foles is the accidental husband. He is. He is the accidental Whoops. husband. Yeah. How did I slip and fall on that? So you yep. ended up actually yeah. really liking him. Yeah. Every Sunday I slip and fall on that. Go Nick Foles. (laughs) Go Nick Foles. Well, you know who's not an accident is LaShawn McCoy. No, no, no accident there. No accident there. That was a planned baby. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: make make, make this simple. He was the top running back last week and is the second highest scoring running back for the season. LaShawn McCoy is the definition of play him if you got him. The only thing to be nervous about is whether he'll play a full game. Because this game could get ugly, real quick, real, real quick. quick. What? Um, Kitna doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> but I don't. You know, but, the, but here's the issue though: is that Chip Kelly does not believe in pulling your starters. Yeah. He does not believe in it. He thinks that you, you yeah. get out of a rhythm when you do that. So it may, you know, you may not have to be worried about it. But I'm just, I'm just saying it
2: could get <laughs> ugly real quick. One of our donors, Zach Drexler, he's a big Eagles fan, and I asked him about it, and he was like, no, because like, his offense is all about rhythm. Yeah, it's there's rhythm. There's just no it's, way he'll like against the Juju.
1: He doesn't like it. My other notice will be Deshaun Jackson and Riley Cooper. The Cowboys are truly that bad and give up the fifth most points to wide receivers. So anybody could have a good game with the <laughs> Eagles this week. <laughs> Gut calls, Bryce Brown. Quite honestly, this guy is probably a must-start as well this week. But purely wow. for the fact that he is... You know, a backup. He's getting the gut call section. But he scored 17 points last week. So if you have a league where they combine the two-week scores together, play him.
0: Flex alert. Flex alert. Yeah,
1: seriously. Play him in a flex role and be happy about it. The Cowboys give up the second most points to running backs, and there should be more than enough running back love to go around in this game.
2: Um, You know?
1: Other notables, Brent Selleck and Zach Ertz. Again, just because there's nobody to bench on this team, not even the Eagles defense. Like, literally, our two tight ends. Our possibilities, um, you know, Selic had a great game. He's predominantly a blocking tight end, and Ertz has an every other kind of week um, situation. He zeroed out last week, so that means he's probably great this week. Um, yeah, and even though the Cowboys get the second fewest points to defenses this year, with Roma more than likely out, maybe even, even the Eagles' defense deserves a look. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not, but I'm mm. just saying.
0: Well, this is what I'm saying. Courtney, you've had an epidural, right? Yeah, because I'm a woman and I had a baby. Right. (laughs) I pushed a watermelon out of something the size of a lemon. As as John Travolta would say, that's ridiculous. A lemon? Okay. It's 10 10 centimeters. Measure it. Yeah, I guess when it's fully... Laying down, not standing up.
2: I was, more of kum,
0: I was thinking more of a kumquat, but all right. Oh, man.
2: A kumquat? Yeah. I was thinking more like a bowling ball. Is that too much? The size of your, I would hope, the size of your
0: <laughs> opening is not a bowling ball. Wow. No. Poor, yeah, poor no. Carson, if that's the case. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, seriously. I kid,
2: I kid. I kid. Um, <laughs> so Tony Romo got an epidural. Yes. Uh, for his so herniated weird. disc, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a that. thing. It's happening. <laughs> uh, is it a yeah. thing? Yeah. Uh, well, they're telling us it's there. He's day to day, but if you're banking on playing Tony Romo after an epidural, which I mean, you tell me, Courtney, but that just doesn't sound promising. I mean, you're numb, right? That's the whole point. I think
0: the only person saying he's well, day yeah, but to you're numb for hours, not numb for days. It's not like, you know... Everyone I mean, studies out. Yeah, I mean, I took a nap and I woke up and the epidural was gone, so... You know, it You took it, a nap and woke up and had a baby. It's true, it's true. That's not normal. But... <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> she literally woke up for a nap and was like, yeah, I guess I'm ready to go. Let's pop this out.
0: Um, well, yes, because I could feel everything because the epidural didn't work. All I'm saying is, how many more... Um, I don't even know what to call the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys anymore. All of them are crybaby pee pants in my eyes. And I'm not... I do not think that he is going to play. No one thinks he's going to play. The only
1: person saying he's day-to-day is Garrett. That's it. Everyone else says he's he's, out.
0: Garrett's job is day-to-day, is my feeling. Come on. The guy is benched. They're benching him.
2: He's so sweet, though. You feel bad about it, but... Yeah, Garrett seems nice. Jerry Jones... I blame Jerry. It's all Jerry. it's all Jerry. He's probably the one who hernia- 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 herniated his disc. Um, <laughs> it's a title game. It's the last game of the season. Yada, yada, yada. Super exciting. Night game. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Plan on Kyle Orton. It is what it is. Uh, must start is definitely DeMarco Murray because they're going to have to run. Yep. Um, last week, he rushed 22 times for 96 yards, a touchdown, three passes for 15 yards, another touchdown. Hi, I like it. Wake me up before you go-go. Been great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that a uh, Wham reference right there?
2: <laughs> wham. Wham. <laughs> uh, Des Bryant. Uh, Touchy. Okay. Kyle Orton. Last week, he had 73 yards and a touchdown, and I think Kyle Orton is going to want to use him, you know, because he's the star. Um, and then Terrence Williams had a great game last week with four catches for 84 yards. And some of them were good, too. But, um, man, he's a rookie going with a new quarterback. I don't know. So he's on the bench. So And so is everyone else because I have no idea what a Kyle Orton slash Romo day-to-day offense looks like. And it's a championship game. In fact, I mean, I'm trying to find a replacement for Witten right now on my championship game this week because I'm not quite sure that's going to work out. Lewis! And they give up the fourth least fantasy points to tight ends. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So I'm going to pick the
0: Eagles because the Cowboys tend to lose these games. Courtney? I am soaring high with the Eagles. I like it. I like it.
1: I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to see the usual last game of the season, big game, Romo in. Interception at the end? complete yeah. implosion. Um, so I'm a little bummed about that. But at least we get, how I know the Christmas season. At least we get you know, Kyle Orton in us. so that could be interesting. But I'm going to go Eagles. I think they will be the
2: obvious choice here. Do you know some people still aren't buying Nick Foles? It's crazy.
0: We're what does this
1: guy need to do? These are the people that are still playing Tom Brady. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And the Houston <laughs> Texans. Mm-hmm. So... Yep. There's that. They were also unaware that Kubiak was fired. Yep. And they think Shanahan's going to keep his job. Yep. These are the same people. Yep.
2: They are the same people. Yep. They also think Congress is doing a fine job. <laughs>
1: Vernon just wanted to throw that in on one podcast at least she's like where can I
0: fit it in that's what she said that's what she She said said. that's what she said oh it's so good it's so good And so has the first season of her fantasy football band you guys it's been fun congratulations everybody 2013 is over we are excited about 2014 Starts off in Vegas where we're going to learn how to better serve you guys, and we are excited. Thank you to Cover 32 and National Gridiron Network for doing business with us. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. It's been. And make
2: sure to check out our website about when we're coming back. Yep. Because we're going to keep you guys updated and sign up for our newsletter so that you can get the updates as to when we're coming
0: back. HerFantasyFootball.com, people. We're so excited. And thank you again to everybody who contributed to our podcast awards adventure. We're so excited. For those of you who are being getting a t-shirt or our new media gurus, uh, you'll be hearing from us shortly. Thank you, everyone. It's been so much fun. Good luck in your last game. Congratulations on playing fantasy football. Until next season, no more faking it.